Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three, or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact or alternatively, you can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by Rachel Finch, Digital Marketing Manager at Site Visibility. Rachel, how are you? I'm good, thank you. It's the end of a long week, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm all good. Thank Fantastic. You. Now, um, tell us a little bit about you, a bit about your background and what you're doing at Site Visibility. Sure. Um, well, I am the digital marketing manager at Site Visibility. Um, yesterday marked my third week here, so I'm still very new, um, learning the ropes. It's actually my first agency side job, so there's a lot of different kinds of processes, but um, I'm really enjoying it. I've settled in, made myself at home. But my background, really, I've, I've been in digital for about seven or eight years. Mm which was a bit of an accident. I did my degree in film production and surprisingly found that film's actually quite a hard industry to get into. So I actually fell into marketing a bit by accident during the time when there was a big shift um, and a big change online. So a lot of uh, the changes around Google algorithms changing and um, forcing people to think a lot more about their content and a lot of um, dramas about link penalties and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yes. There was a lot of upheaval, wasn't there, in the industry? Exactly, yeah. And actually, at that point, I didn't really know that that was going on. That was really when I fell into things. And I tend to get really inspired by people around me. Um, I had a few mates, and um, my partner is a technical SEO executive as well. Um, He got me into this SEO thing and took me along to Brighton SEO. And that was really where I I caught the bug for digital marketing and, and technical SEO in particular. I was I was kind of blown away by how exciting and creative it was. And I love the diagnostic part of uh, digital marketing, figuring out how to meet brand goals and that kind of thing. Mm. So, and also the fact that everything changes all the time, every day, every hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. That just means that I have to keep learning. And that's something I love as well. 
And um, I founded a company, a uh, not-for-profit company called Brighton Digital Women, which is actually a community of people who get together to collaborate and discuss and explore digital together. But that's with the added aim of trying to raise the profile and representation of women working in digital marketing and also other tech industries. So we get together once a month to listen to people speaking, have discussions. It's all very informal, uh, lots of Prosecco flows. So, um, yeah, it's a nice time. Nice time had by all, hopefully. That's really good. So this Brighton Digital Women, How what's the attendance like? How long has that been going? So it's been about three years now. It'll be coming up to three years in August. And we started off, it was just me and two other girls I hunted down on Twitter. Yeah meeting in the pub and having a drink it was very similar to Brighton SEO in actual fact and we sat there in the pub and we talked about what our jobs were what pressures we had um that kind of thing and just really really bonded over that and we really wanted to make it more of a purposeful meetup mm. so that was yeah three years ago and then um since then we've grown to hosting monthly meetups where we have three speakers talking around a theme so in May we're talking about free speech online um so it'll be themes like that um and we usually get about 60 to 80 people signing up now which has obviously grown like massively in the last three years sure yeah um and we're looking at putting on a larger kind of one-off conference next february so yeah that's very exciting it's going to take a lot of time to plan but it's yeah. all good fun well make sure you send us links and we'll put those in the show notes now i wanted yeah. to talk today i wanted to sort of talk around uh, he says tapping the table making an annoying noise in the mic um <laughs> sort of all around sort of careers and learning and and development yeah. and i know that when um i know in your previous life you were mentioned just before we hit record that you were kind of finding it quite lonely mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just yeah. wondering about networking and community and how important this is it's sort of for professionals who are sort of pursuing a career in this yeah so in my previous life pre-site visibility I was working for a um, travel company called Travelopia who had maybe about five or six separate um, educational travel bounds travel brands underneath it mm. and I was the only in-house digital marketer for those seven brands which is a lot of work um, on one hand, but a lot of autonomy um, on the other. So anything that went well, it was always down to just one person, which was me, which was lovely. But obviously on the flip side, that was all down to me too. (laughs) Um, So working in-house was actually quite difficult for me because it was quite lonely, which sounds very sad. Um, Mm. And that was part of the reason I started Brighton Digital Women, in order to access a community of um, people working in the same industry as me yeah which meant that um, that opened up a lot of collaboration day-to-day work meant that if I had a question about canonical tags or um, href lang or anything anything like that people would stare at me blankly and not really understand what I was saying yeah and what the implication of those things were so having a community is massively important it helps you not feel alone in what you're working on it could be a meetup group that has a focus on a specific area of digital marketing in Brighton. We've got a lot of meetup groups, um, specific ones around UX or coding, and they're amazing because people go there and they learn and collaborate, but they also make friends. And I think that's a really important part of yeah. networking. And I think that's what people are looking for from networking now. It's got quite a cringy reputation and it feels like something you have to go and do. <laughs> yes. Um, But I think in the last five years, digital people are really realizing 
um, that there's more to it and that they can find what they need from there. They're taking traditional networking and flipping it to mean more and to be more personal and, and definitely to have a lot more purpose. So yeah, like another way when I was in house that I kind of tried to cultivate community and feel less lonely was building relationships with um, like our suppliers. So we had an external dev agency and PR agency mm. and actually building relationships with those people. I highly recommend anyone who's sort of in a similar situation to do that because it sort of like expanded my team. So I had people I could talk to about technical SEO issues or um, UX, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that I could go and work for their offices and that kind of thing. So um, I really recommend sort of getting close with your dev agency or your PR company or sure. your SEO agency because, um, yeah, they're there to help you and they've got your best interests at heart as well. So that really feeds into it. It's interesting, actually, because you, you were saying that networking is, is quite cringy. I used to go to a lot of uh, networking groups in years gone by. And you're right, they can be quite cringy. I think everyone's trying to, sometimes it depends on the group or the culture in the group, but sometimes people try and sell to each other, don't they? But it must be a bit different yeah. if you're building a community of sort of like-minded uh, sort of professional people that aren't particularly looking to sell anything. They're just looking for a bit of... Uh, Oh, I don't know, sort of um, mastermind grouping. It's a bit of an old-fashioned yeah. sort of Napoleon Hill type approach, but it must be different in that respect. Yeah, I think, I mean, Brighton is such a digital-centric kind of place anyway. Um, outside of London, I think it's probably the biggest digital hub in the UK. So mm. there's a lot of people um, who are really passionate about what they do. And, you know, there are things like Brighton SEO, a lot of other conferences and meetups, wide Sussex meetups, and a lot of other people putting on meet monthly meetups and things and it's become a lot more social and a lot more collaborative people meet at these things and um, they meet like professional future professional collaborators which sounds like a really sort of uh, cringy phase so mm. sorry for bringing it back to the cringe but people are yeah um, using them to using those sort of situations to collaborate and find like future part like um working partners as well yes i know what you mean i've been to meetups before where you know i'm really like i'm really uh, adverse to business cards and that yeah. kind of thing so <laughs> yes, yes you know you come away with a whole bunch of business cards yes. but actually you haven't learned anything you haven't met anyone that you've made like a connection with <laughs> yes um you just had a few drinks and got um yeah a load of things that you're yes. gonna put in there you, you come home and all of a sudden your recycling bin has got a lot fuller <laughs> yeah Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm interested in, um, I, again, look, looking at sort of, um, y you know, what you do from a sort of career type angle and the, and the difference sort of between working in house versus the agency side or freelance. Mm. How do you think people can decide what suits them if they're sort of looking to move into this area? I think it really depends on what kind of person you are. And I think this comes back to, um, it comes a bit back to community and having a strong community of people. So my co-founders of Brighton Digital Women are, have, I met them three years ago because of Brighton Digital Women. And now they are two of my closest friends and, and most trusted friends. And hmm. I think it comes down to getting good advice from people who know you, but also work in the same industry in you, as you yeah. and understand the context of those things. But I think it also comes down to what you really want to achieve, like where you find your job satisfaction. Some people like to feel like they are building a brand consistently and, and working towards something for one 
big brands and, and in-house really suits that. But for me personally, I chose to move to agency side because I really need variety of work. Yeah. For me, working in-house was like a two-year kind of thing. And then I would be like, there's only so much more I feel like I can do. I think also at some point, depending on the organization you're in, moving agency side is best or at least the fastest way to develop your knowledge and stay engaged and innovative. Yeah. Um, working in-house can be lonely, as I've said, and teams are typically quite a lot smaller, less people understand what you're doing and why it matters to them. Sometimes it's just one person running the whole of digital marketing, which is what I've just finished doing. So I think, I think fundamentally we work, we're working in digital in an age where you can kind of decide the way you work. So there's so many different options in terms of you can work in-house over a couple of different brands and stay engaged with that for a little while like I was previously. Mm. Um, or you can work agency side and have an incredible amount of variety, um, but the pressure is quite a lot higher in terms of, you know, I've got three weeks worth of experience now. Um, yeah. Quite a seasoned professional agency person, not quite, but the work is much more consistently busy to say sure, it uh, yeah yeah so but and then freelance is something I've considered as well and that works amazingly for some people but I think that's a very particular kind of person I'm not someone I, I need people around me um, yeah so yeah really like it comes down to definitely who you are and I think what you want to achieve from your career um, and the and the best way you like to work yeah now, what about um, sort of, I'm just trying to think of the scenario where someone might have perhaps started off as being an in-house person and they have a manager and a boss and then they move to possibly a bigger organization and find themselves managing a team. Mm. How does that work? I mean, what does, you know, how do you do that? And what does good leadership look like? How do you make that transition? Yeah, um, although I previously managed uh, one junior before, managing a whole team of uh, really expert team members is actually like a new element of my role at Site yeah. Visibility. And it's really, really exciting to work with incredibly talented people. I think a fundamental part of running a digital team is looking for ways to make their lives at work better yeah. and to enable them to do their best work and enjoy it. I think, you know, there's a lot of strategy that comes from uh, leading a team and making sure things connect up in terms of making sure each of your team members aren't siloing their work off. Um, so a large part of what I'm doing is trying to connect things uh, in a strategic way. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like trying to um, help them work in unison with each other is a really key part of what I'm doing. And I think what any kind of manager would try and do. Mm. I've had managers before who've kind of thought, you know, I'm the manager, I've got the job title and the position, so their needs and opinions and kind of ideas come first. And I've, I've been on the kind of receiving end of that. I'm sure many other people have as well. Yeah. They weren't really looking to teach or guide me. Um, and their objective was really to use the people in our team to make them look good. And actually, I believe really good management and leadership results in making your team look really good and receive the praise and the recognition and and that kind of thing. I think really as a manager, you're there to support them and yeah. you have to take ego out of it completely. Um, you know, on the flip side, I've had people get really involved in what I'm doing. Um, I've had managers who have been very 
um, like micromanaging and that doesn't foster trust in the team either. No, no. Um, and also it doesn't recognize that that person has been hired for a very particular set of skills like Liam Neeson. Um, yeah, I have a particular <laughs> set of skills. <laughs> Hopefully no one's getting like taken or killed. Or, yeah, but, um, yeah, I just think that managers are there to help their team be happy and look yeah. good. And that's hopefully the kind of manager I will be here. I'm sure you will be. I'm sure you will be, Rachel. <laughs> so if you had um, one top tip or takeaway for our audience today around this area of, um, you know, sort of a career in, in sort of uh, you know, agency SEO and all, all that sort of thing, what would it be? I think in terms of career, like really top kind of line tip, I guess, is um, make sure you are in love with learning um mm. don't just tolerate it or um put up with put up with it like you really have to fall in love with it and especially in digital you don't have to take it outside of work if you don't want to but i think embracing every opportunity to you you have to learn as part of your work is absolutely vital um digital marketers of all different streams and industries like they have to love to learn so, yeah, and also any opportunity you get to teach someone else something is pure gold because yeah. if you don't explain, if you can't explain something simply, then you don't understand it well enough. And that's something that I try and remind myself of a lot. Well, Rachel Finch, thank you very much for joining us. Um, how can our listeners find out more about you? Um, I'm on most of the social medias. I'm at Real Rachel Finch on Twitter and at Finch Thoughts on Instagram if you like pictures of cats. <laughs> which we all do as digital marketers obviously um and check out brightondigitalwomen.co.uk if you're on brighton come along to our meetup on the 14th of may shameless plug here i'm going to be talking and discussing uh, about free speech online a bit of trolling um and yeah we're inclusive all, all of all gender identities um so as long as you recognize the need to empower women in tech then you're all in and i'm also speaking at brighton seo um just after lunch about um, practical advice on how to succeed as a solo in-house digital marketer, which is somewhat out of date now, but that's what I'll be talking <laughs> that's about. That's fantastic. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, um, please leave us a review. Um, we're always open to questions and suggestions. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. We have a site of visibility group on LinkedIn. That's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Rachel. Thank you very much for having me, Andy. Absolute pleasure. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 